Nelson Winnicky, President and CEO of the Immunization Partnership. And I have with us today, Dr. Kalyani Sanawane. The COVID-19 pandemic has really affected the entire globe and the nation and everyone here in Texas. And so we have a global impact, but also an individual impact as well. And it's impacted um, individuals' um, health and safety, and even economically um, with all of the, the economic fallout that we have experienced. And so um, some folks, they have questions about vaccines and um, you know individual benefit versus community benefit, or are those um, opposing or are they related? You know, what can your research with health data tell us a little bit about that? So they're definitely related specifically with COVID because it's an infectious disease. And with any infectious disease like COVID, the choices that you make at individual level are going to affect the society as a whole because society consists of individuals like you and me. So if you decide to not wear that mask, not sanitize your hand, or decide to not get that vaccination, that is going to have a larger impact on your community because these diseases or these communicable diseases are trans transmitted pretty easily from one individual to other. So by not doing things such as wearing masks or not taking the vaccine, you're basically making a health choice by discounting the health of others. In terms of healthcare data, we could use healthcare data to basically monitor and assess the ground situation of what health decisions individuals are making during this pandemic. And that helps us, people like me who are researchers and people who are public health stakeholders to understand and identify areas and groups where we need to focus on. So for example, we recently learned that there are certain ethnic groups or there are age groups which are more prone to not accepting the COVID-19 vaccine. So what we're trying to make sure right now is that we focus on these individuals so we have the herd protection that is necessary to protect everyone from COVID-19 moving forward. So one of the, the great tools that we have are immunization registries. And Texas has an immunization registry called MTRAC. And can you tell us a little bit about what is an immunization registry and how can it help improve our lives and in turn help get our economy back on track? Because I understand that there are issues um, with you know individual records, clinical records, and also can it help with vaccine distribution allocation? Sure. So immunization registries are basically centralized system where you collect information at individual level on what vaccines they have received, how many doses of vaccines they have received, and what type of vaccine they have received, which is pretty relevant given the COVID vaccine requires two doses. It has to be spaced in time and both doses has to be from the same manufacturer. If we are able to collect this data in a centralized system, we will be able to track these individuals and then eventually be able to determine whether we have enough number of individuals vaccinated to attain herd immunity or herd protection. And if we have reached that level, we can then start making important policy level decisions such as opening up restaurants to fuller capacity or opening up businesses which are currently being affected due to different uh, legislations or different rules as a result of COVID-19 pandemic. 
What the registry can also let us do if we were to modernize it is be able to basically inform these individuals or update these individuals on if they're due on their second vaccine, because there are many people out there who still do not understand uh, how many doses of the vaccine are needed or need to be reminded that they do have to take the second dose of vaccine. We already have the infrastructure in place uh, for the immunization registry. It's just we are not making the most out of it. If we are able to make all the providers report immunization records of these individuals, it's going to benefit not just the patients, also the clinician community and also the policy makers because we have a centralized system now that is providing us this high quality data. You bring up some really great points, Dr. Sanawani. And in particular, you know, thinking about how the Texas legislature can help us modernize our, our current immunization registry to make it better and a more useful tool for Texans and their healthcare providers. And, you know, um, one of the things you brought up is making it um, more consumer friendly. And so we could possibly make it so um, they send text reminders to individuals to remind them when to come in to get their COVID-19 vaccine, when to get their follow-up vaccine. And you could also probably use that for other vaccines as well. And another um Thing to point out is that um, our immunization registry in Texas can also be modernized to make sure that it includes all Texans and that we can strip away some of the red tape that we currently have about trying to opt into the registry and instead make it like the vast majority of other states where they've removed that bureaucratic red tape about getting in and that everyone will be automatically included in it with their their safe and protected health information specifically related to their immunizations. Um, I think that you bring up some excellent points on ways that we can modernize our already really strong immunization registry so that we can get really great um, protected public health data to um, really bring Texas out of this pandemic once and for all and um, and protect us again going into the future for any new public health threats that we may face. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing your expertise with us today. And I invite our viewers to check out our website at immunizeusa.org for more information about the immunization registry and also immunization policies in the state of Texas. 